From the Financial Times in Cairo, I'm Heba Saleh, North Africa correspondent, and this is FT News. Karim Tazi is Morocco's most outspoken businessman. He's one of two brothers who run Richbond, an industrial and property conglomerate with an annual turnover of $170 million. In a region where business fears the cost of challenging authority, Mr. Tazi dares to speak out openly against corruption and in favor of human rights and democracy. I met him recently at his headquarters in Casablanca. Let me start by asking you, is Morocco really reforming? Is it on the way to democratization? Well, I think that the overall situation is improving very slowly, but I think in the right direction. The regime is fighting some rearguard battles, but it is losing ground. And the elected forces, political parties, especially the PJD, which is the the current head of government, is gaining some ground. So it may seem very little, knowing that uh, for the moment a lot of the power still lays with the palace, but in fact elected government and elected parties are gaining some ground in Morocco and we can feel that there is some change. When you say the regime, who exactly do you mean? Well, it's a good question. The regime is a whole network of interest. And the palace is only one component of this whole network. And I would say that it is the balancing component of the network. So I mean by the regime, of course, the army, the security apparatus, the Ministry of Interior, and some of the big financial groups and notabilities that are close to the power. This is the regime. What does the king want? Does he want Morocco to become more democratic or does he want to just contain a situation that arose as a result of the Arab Spring pressure for change? I think it's both. Very often we have had the feeling that the king sincerely wanted some change and that his uh, intention to change wasn't very well received by some components of his regime and that he had to deal with this and to play and strike a balancing act between the wish of the Moroccan population to go ahead, not only with the democratic reforms, but at least by releasing the choking embrace of the corruption octopus on Moroccan daily life. And of course, behind this choking embrace, there are huge interests. People who are benefiting from the corruption system have a lot to lose in dismantling the corruption system. And of course, they are ready to fight for their interest at any price to preserve it. And the king knows this. And he has to balance all the time between the yearning of the Moroccan people and the Moroccan business community to get rid of the corruption system and the influence and the willingness to defend their privileges of the components of his regime who want to preserve their interest. And it is not only a difficult role that he is attempting to play, but it sometimes can be a dangerous one. And I think that this has been his act since the beginning of his reign. 
you describe yourself as secular and liberal, and you've been at the forefront of the movement calling for change. You now have an Islamist prime minister, and Islamists control all the major cities. Does that worry you? No, not at all. The PJD brand of Islamism is not a threatening one. And I think that at the moment, the fight that is led by the PJD is a fight for a bigger devolution of power from the palace to elected bodies. And in this fight, a lot of people are behind the PJD or share some interest with the PJD, even if they don't share their values, principle and ideology. You are a businessman and you run a big company producing furniture and fabrics. Yes. How do you see economic policy? Is Morocco starting to transform its economy away from dependence on agriculture, on tourism and more industry? Is this successful? Morocco has bet heavily on infrastructure and one has to recognize that huge progress has made with respect of infrastructures. We have a very good network of highways, modern ports, modern airports, first-class telecoms, but it hasn't proved enough because without a skilled workforce and some rule of law, less bureaucracy, less corruption, a liberal capitalist economy cannot flourish and blossom. And obviously, we have invested a lot in our hardware, but not enough on our software. We have a very powerful computer, but still running on a very old version of Windows. Are those in charge aware of this, and are they putting in place the policies, or are they behind? It all depends on what subject we're talking of. If it is about the disaster of uh, education, everyone is aware and there is a general consensus about all Moroccans in the palace, in the government, in political parties, that this has to be dealt with. But it requires a lot of political courage, and this seems to be lacking for the moment. On the other side of the problem, which is more rule of law, less corruption, less rent, I don't think that people are aware, because here you have a huge conflict of interest between those benefiting of the absence of rule of law and the prevalence of corruption and those who are willing to get rid of this system. And for the moment, the people benefiting of the current situation have the upper hand in terms of political power. As a businessman who has actually chosen to side with opposition to the regime in general, chosen to press for changes. Are you paying a price? Yes, I think so. I have been the subject of many, many hate campaigns. I face struggles in a lot of my day-to-day -day business life, but I think that on the whole, it is manageable. I would be very dishonest if I compared my situation to the one of other democratic activists in other countries. It sometimes proves to be difficult and tough, but on the whole it is manageable. I am still able to express myself, I am still able to manage my company, and I am still able even to expand this company outside of Morocco, which at my personal level 
probably will prove easier than expanding it in Morocco. We've recently had the example of an IKEA store that was about to open and then the authorities prevented them from opening and the understanding is it is because Sweden recognizes or is thinking of recognizing Polisario, which is the force that is disputing ownership of Western Sahara with the Moroccan regime. What message does this send? This sends a disastrous message about Morocco's willingness to really attract foreign direct investment because the crazy thing about this situation is first that the actual shareholders of the IKEA franchise in Morocco are Kuwaitis and not Swedish and that the brand itself IKEA is owned by a Dutch foundation as everyone knows and the third thing is that the pretexts that have been found by the Moroccan state to prevent the opening are absolutely ludicrous pretext of a lack of conformity of something we have never known what exactly in the shop itself. And this pretext was only invoked for 24 hours and then the Moroccan authorities had to recognize in an about-face, a volte-face, that in fact it was a political retaliation against the Swedish government who was supposedly about to recognize the Republic of Sahara. So I think that the message being sent to foreign companies wanting to invest in Morocco is disastrous. And what it means is, in fact, that there is no rule of law and that there is no one safe from any irresponsible behavior on the part of the Moroccan state. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.